The presenting sponsor of this podcast is Hickey. Through candid conversations about our bodies, sweat, and everyday lives, they built a line of vegan, cruelty-free products that reflect the daily needs of real bodies in motion, not just their underarms. Hickey is for anybody. They are all-natural, gender-neutral, and formulated to not leave residue on the skin or clothing. Hickey is ethically, sustainably sourced, and safe for all skin types. Because their products are all-natural, they are extremely versatile and can be used anywhere on the body. Hickey is not just a product. It is a community of people to come together and feel heard and included to be exactly who they are. Sweat does not discriminate and neither should your products. So you can go to hickey.com, which is spelled H-I-K-I, where you can receive 20% off your first order. Go and smell good. I have some hickey on right now. I love their body powder. I love their tangerine deodorant. So yeah, go buy some stuff. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite homeboy, Zach Iconic Thomas. Welcome into So Far, So Hood, the place for those who are misunderstood, baby. This is your home. Kick your feet up. Let's talk about some things and let's spill some tea. Look, the end of the semester, I don't know if it's just me, but ooh. They are crazy out in these streets. Let me tell you, the amount of schoolwork I have is not it's not okay. It's not all right. It's not all right. But guess what? I'm still here. We still made it. The end of the year is always crazy. It's always insane. But on the bright side, this is the last episode before my birthday. So this is the last episode I will be recording as a 19 year old. Oh, my goodness. Someone get my cane. Someone get my cane and walker. Oh my gosh, I really am about to be 20 years old. That sounds weird. 20? Who wants to be 20? That don't even got enough syllables in it. Like, that has no syllables in it whatsoever. 20? Okay, whatever. But I'm your host, Zach Iconic Thomas. You can follow my Instagram at Zach underscore Iconic underscore Thomas to see my beautiful face. You can follow the show Instagram at So Far So Hood Show. And be sure to give us a rating at Apple Podcasts because that helps us with the algorithm. So we have some things to discuss in the weekly run up. And we're going to do like a mini topic. We're going to talk about tours that are going to be happening in 2022. And then we're going to talk about the cast of Drag Race season 14 because it's popping. You know, I'm a Drag Race fan and I'm going to talk about it whenever I get the chance to. So we're going to do like a mini topic and then discuss Drag Race. And our main topic for the day is America is down bad. All right. People need to be. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's got it's gotten ridiculous at this point. People need to understand some things about what is going on. I'm finally going to explain the filibuster in you know, a simple way, because even I when I first heard about the filibuster, I was like, what the fuck? But now that I know about it. I'm going to break it down to you and we're going to discuss all the things going on in this country that is crazy. And maybe you just don't pay attention to because I don't blame you. It's very complex and it's very hard, but I am a political science major. So, you know, I'm a nerd for that stuff. So I got you. I got you. Yeah. Put your sneakers on. Get ready. It's the weekly run up. You know what's about to happen. I need a water bottle. Go in the fridge and give me a water bottle. Yeah. No, the one to the right, to the right. Reach over, get the one in the back. Those are the cold ones. Yep. Thank you. All right, let's go. Come on. Let's go.
The cast of Drag Race Season 14 has officially been announced, and a lot of people are excited. I'm excited, but look, they have so many drag shows at this point. I am very tired, all right? I am very fatigued. I know a lot of people can relate to that because there's just so many shows. They have Drag Race France. They're about to do Drag Race Philippines. Apparently, they're about to do Drag Race Germany. I've been trying to get them to do um, Drag Race Compton because I think that would be very um, monumental. Yeah, I've been trying to get them to do that. So maybe we'll get that too. But we have the American Queens. There's two trans women and there's one straight guy on this season, believe it or not. And that's like mind boggling to a lot of people that there's a straight guy on the show. But the queen's name is Maddie Morphosis. And you can tell like when they're doing the interviews for the season and the way Maddie Morphosis just sits in the chair, you're like, okay, yeah, that's a straight man. And it's it's a touchy topic. A touchy topic because people are they're saying that there's not even black trans women who have gotten the opportunity to get on the show and they're just now getting the the rights to be openly trans on drag race because before they couldn't really be like oh i'm a trans woman people were taking hormones and they had to be quiet about it but now you can you can be open and be trans on Drag Race. And with season 14, they introduced this straight man and it's gotten people talking. It's gotten people talking. And that's what the mission is. Like, of course, it's supposed to keep things fresh, keep things new, mix things up a little bit. So, yeah, other than that, the, the straight queen looks fucking beautiful from head to toe. I love the look. Look up Maddie Morphosis and you can Google a picture but this cast is beautiful. Another person who you should check out is Cornbread, the Snack Jete, who is going to be the winner of the season. I don't know that for a fact, but, you know, I know that for a fact because my intuition tells me that's a winner. That's a winner. You know, you just see somebody and you know they are a star. That is Cornbread, the Snack Jete. Follow her on Instagram. Also, Carrie Colby. Ooh, ooh, good looking. Just good looking. Just good looking. And I know a lot, I have a lot of people who follow me from Drag Race TikTok who listen to this. So I just want to want everyone to know that Drag Race has been a big inspiration to me. And if it wasn't for Drag Race, I wouldn't be so open with who I am today. Because these queens on this show, even though the motherfucker producers be all up in their business and ruining everything, it's very inspirational to see people step outside the box and literally transform from male to female but at this point it can be female to female straight guy to female it doesn't matter drag is whatever you make it so it's a really beautiful thing i really love it and people tell me to, to do drag all the time but oof, oh I don't know if I have the patience. I don't know if I have the patience. And then my nerves going to be bad. And then let, let somebody catch the attitude with me. Oh, let somebody catch the attitude with me. Let somebody catch the attitude with me. Because, you know, drag queens are feisty. They are feisty. And rightfully so. Like, you're a gay man and then you're a fucking drag queen. Of course, you have to stand up for yourself. But, oh, mm-mm. I've had to change my ways, but maybe queens are nice. 
Southern drag, apparently that's more of an intense thing, but I feel like I'd be amazing at drag, but we we gonna see. I don't I don't even have time to get Zach Thomas together. So before we bring in a whole new persona, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get my life all the way together. Congratulations to the cast of season 14 of Drag Race. I'm pretty sure this season is gonna be amazing. RuPaul's Drag Race season 14 will premiere on VH1 on January 7th. So that's very, very soon. And yeah, I don't know how I'm going to catch up on all these other Drag Race shows that I have not watched, like Drag Race Holland. Yeah, they had that too. I have not seen it. I have not seen it. So this is coming from a Drag Race super fan. So take that what you will. Check out the show. I love the queens. I love this cast. So yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this motherfucking thing. And now let's get into this mini topic. All right. This is a mini pop culture topic. Let's talk about tours in 2022 because I have a problem. America, we have a problem. So are we doing the tours or are we not? Because people are rolling out these tours. You know, people are posting the little, the cute little edits with everything where they have the dates and stuff, the little pictures, little pics art stuff on the side, you know, with the pictures of them and they posing yeah y'all look so good y'all look so good but are these tours actually happening because it's like people are announcing but then my people are announcing which is making me mad it's making me really mad to start things off olivia rodrigo just announced her sour tour and she's gonna be going places she's gonna be going places she's gonna be in la she's gonna be in las vegas She's going to be in, in Atlanta. So it's touring back. Hopefully people get their vaccine because I don't want a redo of what happened to where you buy your ticket and then the event gets fucking canceled. Oh, oh, nope. And then we also have Casey Musgraves. He's going to be going to Atlanta. Also, we have Justin Bieber. He's on tour. Billie Eilish, Dua Lipa, Justin Bieber. Lord, she's going to be on her solar power tour. So we need, let me tell you something. We need a Miley Cyrus tour because I'm not about to just be dropping coins. You know, people are not made out of money. All right. People are not made out of money, girls. So I don't know which one of y'all are going to announce first, whether it be Nicki Minaj, Miley Cyrus or Taylor Swift. But I feel very played with, especially when it's like, are you supposed to be in crowds or are you not supposed to be in crowds at this time? Because things are still very scary with, you know, this new variant and all this stuff that's happening. It's very nerve wracking to go out in public in general, but it's always a good time to just be safe, put your mask on, make sure you have all your vaccines and go see your favorite artists. But I'm not about to be buying two and three concert tickets. I need to know today who is going to be touring in 2022 and if the tour is actually going to be happening because if you make me refund my money i want 50 percent interest so for instance if the ticket is a hundred dollars i'm gonna need 200 dollars back in a bag of chips yep yep mm-hmm, yep because i don't want my time wasted again i don't want my heart broken again because we went through that where i was supposed to see doja cat and it got canceled oh uh-uh. nope nope so yeah pick a tour and maybe if miley announces 
someone can go on the tour with me because I don't like people messing up my concerts. That's one thing about me. I don't like people messing up my motherfucking concerts. All right. All right. You pay all that money. You pay $10,000 for a ticket and then someone ruins the whole concert and it's, it's not happening. No, no. So this, this is a very big deal to me. If these tours are happening, y'all better be touring. All right. Y'all better be actually touring. And Nicki Minaj, we need a list. Miley, we need a list. Taylor, we need a list. We need a list. Because I'm not about to be spending all my coin on the other girls. And then next thing you know, Taylor Swift comes out with her festival, her little thingy mabob. And we have an Adele residency in Vegas, but the tickets are $2,000 $2, each. I can't even get the motherfucking words out of my mouth. $2,000 each. This is what we've come to. This is what we've come to to where El, an Adele residency in Vegas costs $2,000 per ticket. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. And it will not stand. Nope. Nope. We have come to the end of the weekly run up and we're about to go into our topic of the day, which is about how America is really down bad. Okay. America is down bad in a way it's never been before. And there are some things that are once again going on that people, especially um, younger people, people my age, don't really shed light on. So, yeah, we're going to talk about America once again. So I'm going to give you what you need to be dipping when it comes to political news. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. So let's talk about how America is down bad. America is really down bad because you know the phrase you reap what you sow. Yeah, you really reap what you sow. And that's what's happening with this country right now, because decades and decades of division, they're really coming to like sort of a climax within these next few elections that are happening. I'm referring to the 2022 elections and the 2024 elections, which are going to determine the makeup of Congress and who legislates and who gets control over all those things. Because let me break this down to you really, really fast. The filibuster is a mechanism to where you need 60 votes in order to get anything through. If you're trying to get done like something concerning the budget, that's called budget reconciliation. You can do 50 votes and get stuff through like with the American Rescue Plan to get COVID vaccines and to get COVID funding out there that only needed 50 votes. But when it comes to voting rights, LGBT rights, black rights, you need 60 votes because of something called the filibuster. And the only way to really handle that problem is to get rid of the fucking filibuster. But there are two moderate Democrats by the name of Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, who are not going to go for that. And they're not going to get rid of the filibuster because they want to protect it in case the Republicans get back in power. But the thing is, once the Republicans, the Republicans get back in motherfucking power, I guarantee you they're going to get rid of that filibuster and they're going to start doing stuff. Just boom, 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 passing stuff through. And then guess what? The, the people who turned out, the 80 million people who turned out and vote, voted for Joe Biden, 
they didn't really get their vision of America reflected because of the fucking filibuster. And it's insane. And this country is down bad. It really is down bad. It is not to the fault of the president. It's not to the fault of the vice president because they inherited a mess. They have been, their administration has been in charge for less than a year and they have inherited a motherfucking mess. There are white nationalists and white supremacists going crazy. They're going ham. Just because when you open your laptop and you don't see these things that they're saying, if you go in there and you look deep and you research, there are so many white supremacists, so many people on the alt-right who they just push these messages of racism and hate and division. And we're really going to see those people turn out in numbers because they are angry that there is a black female vice president. They are angry that there is a white man in office who supports LGBT people. They they don't like that. They don't like that. And this has been happening since the, the nomination of Barack Obama, really, when they had Sarah Palin on the other ticket. Not many people might even remember who that is, but he was the vice presidential nominee for the Republicans. And he sort of tapped into that thing that Donald Trump did of just talking very divisively and just saying whatever you want and not being politically correct but ever since then things have just been really really hard because everybody talks about how they dislike president biden but the same exact thing the same exact thing happened to president obama during his first term when he would try to do anything it would always be reflected through his race and there will be so many protests, so many images of him and the first lady with them depicted as apes, them depicted as all these these nasty things in order to degrade them. Just because there was a black man in office who was ambitious and that was a problem from the start. That's where all this stuff started. When there was a black man elected who was ambitious and there were people in Washington Literally that day of his inauguration, ready to oppose him with everything. Not just because they disliked him because he was a black man, particularly, but they didn't want him to get anything done. They didn't want him to touch anything. If his message got out there, it would be bad for the country because they would see all the effects of how shitty the former administration of the Bush administration was, they would see how Reaganomics doesn't work. They would see all that stuff. And then it would really, if, if Obama was able to get stuff through faster, which was once again, not his fault, filibuster legislation processes, it really would have accelerated some things that have already supposed to have happened. Like there'd be black people voting in bigger numbers there be black people more enthusiastic about the voting process. So this was something that was obviously embedded in our country before we were introduced to the man of the hour, Mr. Donald Trump, who really accelerated this to the max because he didn't start on this division and on these, these acts of racism. He didn't start that because you had shootings during the Obama administration to where the, the the church that was shot up during 
Obama's presidency, the white supremacists who did it said that he was doing it because he was afraid of black people taking over. Black people died because white people were afraid of the strength of the president at the time. And that's insane. And that shows you how serious politics is. That show you that shows you how it's not always just a game. There's people lives who are on the line, people of color who die over this stuff, who are still dying over this stuff. And it's crazy. It's absolutely insane. And with Donald Trump being introduced, he really just seized upon the division because with former presidents, they all campaigned on the the importance of unifying the country. Bill Clinton, let's unify the country. George Bush, let's unify the country. Obama, let's unify the country. Donald Trump, he was like, I see an opportunity to where people are so mad. They're so dissatisfied because one, the president was black. Two, a lot of people feel betrayed because a lot of things didn't happen and they don't understand the process. So let me mix all that together with some conspiracy theories and let's let's get it on and popping because not many people remembered this, but Obama really read Trump for filth over the birther movement, which was the the accusation that Obama was not a American citizen. You know why they accused him of that? Because he was a black man. People were saying that Obama was born in Kenya and Donald Trump were one, was one of the people who pushed that theory. So during this dinner they had to where Obama was speaking, Obama literally made all these jokes about Trump in front of the whole crowd. And that really, I know that affected Trump in a way to where he was like, I'm going to run for president. I'm going to show everybody what's up. And da, 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 da. And then he ended up running for president and not only running for president, but winning. Winning on the basis of conspiracy theories, lies, and misinformation. And now that we're seeing that in full effect, and the fact that he can come back in 2024 and not only lose, but lose the election and then still win. Because, as I've mentioned, if there is a Republican majority in the Senate, in the House, they can overturn an election. They can overturn electoral college votes. And that's not something that's really addressed in our Constitution to where if the votes just get thrown out, what do we do? What do we do? And it can be chaos because democracy is so fragile. It's really, really fragile. And it's it's on the line within less than a year at this point. Yep. The 2022 elections. And then once that happens, it's going to be time for the 2024 elections, which is going to be more divisive than the 2022 elections. So the 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 way to solve this problem is to vote. I'm going to keep it as simple as that because saying all these other things seems to get people very confused and you don't even have to do research that much. Just vote. Vote, 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 because people are not voting. People are not voting. As I've said, people have died for your right to vote for my right to vote. There have been people who never even got, got the opportunity to speak to have their opinion reflected in the electoral process. And it's important that we we seize upon that and let those people speak through us because it's important to make sure that the country is voting because if 
it doesn't happen we're we're not gonna have a democracy anymore it's that simple it's that simple it's not gonna work it's not gonna work because you have all these things and going on in the media to where people are not worried about the fact that the democracy could crumble within a decade literally a decade they're worrying about the fact that the vice president is buying pots they are worried about the fact that the vice president is buying pots it was a whole thing on twitter the fact that vice president harris went thanksgiving shopping and she bought a pot for 300 dollars. and yeah i know a lot of people are saying oh that's a lot for a pot but um did we not have donald trump who was in here buying gold bars and soap and having lavish lifestyles all all up in his hotels and having his kids getting their toes done was that not happening was that not happening was that not happening and we have all these substantial we have all these crazy issues going on in the country and people are worried about if the vice president bought a pot how much the pot cost oh yeah oh yeah this is what it is this is what it is this is what it is so you have to vote you have to vote. Just vote. We have elections in 2022. Like I've said, we have the presidential election in 2024. Make sure you vote. Bring three people to, with you to vote. Because if we start going backwards, then what? Then what? Then what do we do? Because you can see people fight every single election. You can see the passion and people in when people stand up and they fight for what they believe in, we can really get shit done and we can really elect more people to where we don't even have to worry about the effects of the filibuster, but it takes effort and it takes consistency. It takes consistency. All right. Do people have commitment issues? Yeah. Yeah. I said it. Do people have commitment issues because you have to commit to this. It's going to be something that is everlasting. Like it's not just, one election and then oh it's done this is what happens when you have a democracy you have to vote so yeah fucking vote don't be lame don't be lame don't be lame so yeah america is down bad things are crazy people need to get their shots people need to get on them ballots people need to start voting with them ballots and we can actually make change and do great things for this motherfucking country so we're about to go into Zach Excellence. Please, y'all, please listen. Don't let the orange back in office. Please, <laughs> please, please. We are back with Zach Excellence, and this week, Zach Excellence is dedicated to Michael Simmons. Now, Michael Simmons is the first openly gay member of the Illinois State Senate. He was born in Chicago, and he has a long, long uh, career, and he's so young, really, really young. He was an Obama intern whenever Obama was a senator. 
So that's a really big thing. That is insane. He was also a staff assistant for Senator Dick Durbin. And he also was the policy director for the Chicago mayor. Now he is the first openly gay member of the Illinois State Senate, which is really bringing a lot of intersectionality to the political world because representing representing the seventh district of his region, he really brings a lot of representation because he wears his natural hair, which is something that I really love because you don't see a lot of conventional black hairstyles in politics. And as someone who has an Afro, I love that he's like, yes, of course I'm going to wear my natural hair. And one of the things that he, one of the issues that he approached when he first was appointed as state senator was making sure that there was no discrimination when it comes to people of color wearing their hair how they want to. Because I have been through my fair share of experiences to where people be like, oh, take that hood off your head, do this, do that. And it's like, mama, I'm having a bad hair day. I got these braids half in, half out. You tell me to, you tell me to take my hood off. No, this is discrimination. And yes, please go follow him. He has these beautiful, beautiful locks. These locks. Oh my goodness. Ooh, ooh, ooh. These locks. So yeah, that's Zach Excellence for the week. This man has an amazing career ahead of him. And I'm pretty sure we might actually see him in Congress one day because he is amazing. Go check out Michael Simmons. And we have come to the end of our episode. Now, you know what it is. You know what it is. Every single week, we will come back every single Monday. We're going to be coming back. So be sure to check in with me. Follow the Instagram at so far so his show. You can follow my Instagram at Zach underscore iconic underscore Thomas. Be sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, check in with me every single week to make sure your life stays so far so hood. Thank you to Haiki for sponsoring this episode and make sure you have an amazing ass week. 